98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The top stories. DAB lawmaker Stephen Ho, who met President Xi Jinping last week, tests positive for coronavirus. The SAR's daily COVID caseload dips below 2,000, but experts blame the fall on closures caused by Chaba. And the chief executive calls for more PCR tests for high-risk groups, but says mass testing may not be necessary. DAB lawmaker Stephen Ho has COVID-19. He says he tested positive yesterday after having an uncertain result the day before. Last Thursday, Mr Ho stood a couple of rows behind President Xi Jinping when a group photo was taken during the state leader's visit. He said that following his initial uncertain test, he hadn't attended any event on July 1st for the sake of public safety. He said he feels okay and is isolating. The Centre for Health Protection's Albert O was asked if there was any infection risk for President Xi. Usually for classification of close contact during contact tracing, we will classify persons who have face-to-face direct contact with another person without masks as close contacts as well as their household contacts. Asked whether local officials had contacted their mainland counterparts about infection risk, Dr O said they had been in communication since before the event. Hong Kong's daily COVID caseload has dropped below 2,000 for the first time in five days, but officials say that's probably because Typhoon Chaba forced testing centres to close. The Centre for Health Protection reported 1,681 new local COVID cases and 147 imported. There were no new COVID-related deaths. Five new patients emerged from four care homes in Chunmun, Saikong, Kuntong and Chunwan. Chief Executive John Lee says there's a need to conduct more COVID PCR tests for high-risk groups, although universal mass testing may not be necessary. The daily caseload has hovered around 2,000 for a few days, and Mr Lee said the number may need to be lower needed to be lower. Speaking on a TVB program, the new CE said PCR tests are the most reliable option. It's not that rapid tests are bad. When you need to test a lot of people and you don't have enough manpower or resources, RATs are good, but rapid tests are not as sensitive as PCR tests. So people may be wrongly at ease, they think they are okay, but they are actually infected. Mr Lee also said reopening the border with the mainland and reopening Hong Kong's international border need not be mutually exclusive and that he was trying to convince mainland authorities to give Hong Kong people what he called limited convenience measures. Mr Lee also said he has no timetable for completing local legislation on Article 23 of the Basic Law, saying the key is to have effective laws. The government previously said relevant national security work would be finished by the end of the current LegCo term, which runs until 2025. The observatory has dropped all the storm signals following Typhoon Chaba. The government flying service said the chances are very slim of finding any of the sailors who remain missing from an engineering vessel which broke in two in waters southwest of Hong Kong when the typhoon passed through. More than two dozen sailors are still missing. GFS controller West Wu said the rough weather and sea conditions made rescue operations much harder. The weather and the sea conditions is a major cause for the, uh, this incident. I think with all of us here in GFS, we would like to uh, give our, our hearts to go to all the families of the uh, uh, missing uh, sailors and, and workers. And I do wish that we could you know, find some, some survivors and it will be against a miracle to do that. Renowned Hong Kong novelist Ni Kuang has died. He was 87. Damon Pang reports. Two of Mr Ni's friends told RTHK 
that the popular Chinese language novelist passed away yesterday afternoon. One of them said he had been sick for some time and that his family had been caring for him. Mr. Ni was born in Ningbo in 1935 and came to Hong Kong in the 1950s. He's the author of hundreds of sci-fi and martial hero novels and film scripts. His popular novels include the Wisely series and the Dr. Yun series, both of which were initially published in local newspapers. They were later adopted into films and TV series. Mr. Ni had made few public appearances in recent years. On to the weather for tonight and tomorrow, mainly cloudy with occasional showers and isolated thunderstorms with temperatures ranging between 27 and 30 degrees. The outlook, there'll be occasional showers and thunderstorms in the next few days. The strong monsoon signal is in effect. A short time ago, it was 29 degrees Celsius and the relative humidity is 85%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. The new Secretary for Justice, Paul Lamb, says maintaining and promoting the rule of law will be one of his primary missions as he endeavours to serve Hong Kong with zeal and humility. Writing his first post in a new blog, Lam said objective facts showed the rule of law in Hong Kong is well recognised and his own experience gave him confidence. Executive Councillor Joseph Yam, a former head of the Hong Kong Monetary Authority, says he doesn't think the US will wage a financial war against China, but that even if it does, it's unlikely to afflict Hong Kong. Speaking on a commercial radio programme, Mr Yam said the US may be jealous of Hong Kong's rapid development but that even if it wanted to besiege the mainland with financial weapons, it had to be mindful of possible repercussions, such as loss of confidence in the US dollar. He said Hong Kong might even benefit if the financial dispute between the two countries intensifies. I don't think the biggest economies in the world would detach from each other completely, despite all their fights and grudges. If both of them respect one country, two systems, Hong Kong may take up an even more significant role. If China and the US don't have direct capital flow, when mainland companies want to collect funds, there will be different limitations, such as requirements on accounting or information disclosure, they will come back to Hong Kong. A green group has called on the government to further increase the green uh, the plastic bag levy, saying that a proposed increase to $1 is not enough to tackle Hong Kong's plastic waste problem. Greeners Action surveyed 800 residents in June and found that over 75% think the levy would only be effective if it was at least $2. Angus Ho is the group's executive director. The government's proposal will not have a significant changes to the people and push them to bring their own back. They should increase the levy to a effective price. We propose to have a $2 price for the for each plastic bag. A think tank has urged the newly established Home and Youth Affairs Bureau to work on restoring the government's relations with young people and to explore new ways of communicating with them. The Hong Kong Federation of Youth Groups made the call after it surveyed around 1,000 local youngsters in May. Almost 70% of respondents said they don't think the SAR government trusts young people, while 63% said they don't trust the government. A spokesman for the group, Alan Yip, said the government should let young people take part in community development. Uh, I know that the government has been increasing the participation of young people in those advisory committees. I think there are also other channels and opportunities that they can provide in the district level or at higher level for the young people to voice out their opinions. 
Turning overseas, Britain's biggest provider of abortion care says there's been an escalation in demonstrations outside its centres following the US Supreme Court's ruling revoking women's constitutional right to termination. The British Pregnancy Advisory Service said in some cases the protests had taken the form of faith-based groups praying outside clinics. The service's spokeswoman, Catherine O'Brien, described other incidents. Just yesterday we had an incident in which we had to call the police because protesters were shouting so loudly outside one of our clinics that the women in the treatment rooms could hear them while they were undergoing their procedures. Since the US ruling, the group has been calling on the British government to just publicly condemn what it called the assault on women's human rights. Tennis said it was a highly charged third-round men's singles match at Wimbledon, which the controversial Nick Kyrgios beat the fourth seed Stefan Tsitsipas. It was a dramatic and fiery four-set encounter in which both players were given warnings by the umpire. Afterwards, they gave feisty news conference, conferences. Tsitsipas made no secret of what he thought of his opponent. He bullies his opponents. He was probably a bully at school himself. Uh, he has some good traits in, in his character as well. But when he, uh, he also has a very evil side to him. Kyrgios rejected the criticism. As for hitting someone in the crowd with a ball, that was him. Um, smacking a ball into the crowd again, that was him. Rifling balls at me, that was him. Um, not giving a good handshake, looking in the eyes, that was him. Um, as for me, I just competed. And China's closing in on a sweep of the diving at the World Aquatic Championships in Budapest as Olympic champions Chen Yuen and Chang Yani won the women's three-metre synchronised event. Only one diving event remains, the men's 10-metre platform. And to end the news, the top stories once again. DAB lawmaker Stephen Ho, who met President Xi Jinping last week, tests positive for coronavirus. The SAR's daily COVID, COVID caseload dips below 2,000, but experts blame the fall on Typhoon Chaba. And the chief executive calls for more PCR tests for high-risk groups, but says mass testing may not be needed. The news from RTHK. Since the Hong Kong national security law came into effect, Hong Kong's financial market and economy have remained vibrant. And Hong Kong's unique position as a gateway to the greater Bay Area and the mainland market and our sophisticated connections with the world have continued. The Hong Kong National Security Law, from order to prosperity, ensuring one country, two systems. I'm Dr. Patrick Yip. COVID-19 vaccination is the most effective way to prevent severe illness and death. More than 100 million children worldwide have received vaccination. We are working at full strength to help children aged 3 to 11 to get vaccinated. The two COVID-19 vaccines used in Hong Kong are safe and effective. No severe reaction has occurred after vaccination, even among those with asthma, food or drug allergies. Protect your children. Act now to arrange vaccination. I am a primary student. I want to get vaccinated. Live across Hong Kong, this is Radio 3. How we feeling? All I need right now is my roller skates and my neon leg warmers at this point. Keeping things rolling for HINHO. Here's Placebo running up that hill right here on Radio 3 and Sunday Late.